You are now tuned to the Priority One Subspace Frequency, brought to you by Sayulita.com. Sayulita, the galaxy's premier shore leave destination. Command codes verified. Priority One message from Starfleet coming in on secure channel. Welcome to episode 98 of Priority One, recorded on Thursday, September 27th, 2012, and hosted on PriorityOnePodcast.com, and now streaming live on TrekRadio.net on Thursday nights. I'm Adrian. I'm Elijah. I'm James, and I'm welcoming these two captains back. Thank you. That's right. Thank you, thank you. It's been uh, it's been a while for Adrienne, and it's been a short while for me. Yeah, yeah. you were on a uh, medical mission, correct, Adrienne? And Elijah, you went over to uh, Beta Z and got married naked, right? That is true. <laughs> that is true. How's everything That's on your sweet. end, Adrienne? How how's everything turning out? What's going over here? Yeah, it's all going good. Jesse's healing up really well. Thank you, everybody, for all of your support. Um, so far, so good. He's he's healing well. He went outside for the first time since this whole thing began. So it's been like five, six weeks that he was confined to a bed. So he finally got a chance to step outside and just did some grocery shopping. Whee! But that was still amazing for him. He loved getting out. <laughs> was he all like, ah, the sun, my eyes, ah. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, he hadn't been outside, so he said his eyeballs hurt. <laughs> but, you know, it's understandable. He didn't, well, he didn't uh, you know, go up and smoke like a vampire, though. It's good to know that he's uh, out and about and moving around and, and that things are slowly but surely getting back to normal. It's good to have you back. Thank you. It's really good to be back. And so you, Mr. Married Guy, congratulations, you and your, and your lovely wife. Yes, yes. Last week was the day that I tied the knot. Uh, it was a gorgeous ceremony. We actually had a wedding crasher. We did indeed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This guy, tall guy in a suit, uh, he's at the ceremony, and, and, and Emily and I spot him while we're taking the pictures at the at the, at the sanctuary, and we're like, do you know that? No, no, I don't know. Of course I don't know him. I'm, I'm down here in North Carolina. How would I know him? She's like, yeah, I don't know him. We get to the reception hall, and there he is, tossing back a few glasses of wine and a beer and whatnot, lining up for food, and he stops Look, you can use my name, okay? Just use my name. he he stops us both during our introduction he's like i just want to say that i know your father and and your father and and this is a true blessing and i'm like oh you don't know my father that's for sure so (laughs) so it was just really weird to have a wedding crasher there and we let you know we let him slide he wasn't being too much of a ruckus but but the best part of it is that the videographer did interview him (laughs) And he, he's got to be in a bunch of pictures. So for all we know, he's photobombed all of our shots. <laughs> oh, man. Which would be epic. But, but nevertheless, it's a good story to tell. It didn't ruin the night or anything. It was, it's just a fun story to tell. And, and uh, it was very good. Emily was looked beautiful. Pictures are surfacing on Facebook now. And so if you Facebook friend me, you can see them and all that jazz. And I think I – oh, 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 wait, wait. The best part. So um, at the rehearsal dinner, uh, the groomsman gets a cake for himself. At least down south they do. Guess what the cake was? 
It was a little Star Trek Enterprise. It was a little Star Trek Enterprise. Indeed, it was. It was so fun. Oh, my God. I, I cheated. I saw the picture. Yeah, it was, oh, it was, it was yeah. on Twitter. They had a, a Constitution Class Enterprise made for me, uh, a nice chocolate cake. So that was fun. That was fun and awesome. I wish That's you guys cool. were all there. I'm sorry I couldn't stream the wedding as I had originally hoped. But uh, Matt, Matt Will you know, says you need to Twitter there. those pictures. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll ter- I totally – well, there is uh, one picture floating around. Of the cake. So if you follow me, if you look through my Twitter stuff, uh, you'll see that picture. Uh, we're both doing the uh, Vulcan sign up. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was nice. Just remember you promised your wife you wouldn't Twitter those other pictures from after the wedding. So just nah, remember, we you got to keep those to yourself. All right, let's get on with the show, shall we? Oh, why not? But so you, you are a celebrity. Some... You had a wedding crasher, so you're a celebrity. There you go. Oh, that's, that's cool. <laughs> that's a nice way of thinking of it, yeah. So right. in uh, in this episode of Blank of the Week, we take a look at new holodeck-like gaming experience and a next-generation-inspired hoodie that you'll get a kick out of. Uh, we'll find out what happened this week in Trek. In Stone News, we cover two articles from our mighty bloggers, and they're in-depth and very cool articles. you got to check them out. They're very, very good. With Ceridium's uh, Spirit of Trek and the Future of Humanity and uh, Deck's Spotlight on the Eternal Tide, Star Trek New Voyages series, and uh, in behind the lines so really really cool stuff we're gonna get to that though anyway uh we also cover the uh, state of the game in star trek online temporal lock boxes i'm sure you guys have all seen the uh stuff on the site by now but we're gonna talk a little more about it brought to you by your uh, favorite priority one kdf characters and the new foundry winner lastly we'll uh we'll be getting on to that but before we do i think elijah might want to cover a couple of the uh good old-fashioned uh business issues that's right. Uh, for those of you that aren't aware, we are now live on Trek Radio every Thursday night at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Time, 8.30 Eastern. We've always had our show syndicated with them, but now we will be streaming live every week. Trek Radio has a built-in IRC chat client that is free. Just head on over to the site and, uh, and join in there for your participation in the show. What else have we got, Adrian? Let's see here. So we filled all of our open positions. We will, however, also be looking for new blog submissions from game, gaming news, sci-fi, fantasy, and entertainment bloggers. If you have blog submissions, please send them to incoming at PriorityOnePodcast.com, care of Bill. Please also know that all of our positions are volunteer, but we can offer a well-known outlet for your work. If interested, please forge your contact information and experience, along with a few writing samples, to incoming at PriorityOnePodcast.com. We would like to welcome to the team Tony, a.k.a. Kinetic Impulsor, our new lead videographer, and his new associate videographer, gosh, I hope I get this right, Mehmet, a.k.a. Shinsei. Shinsei. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Why don't you, why don't you just go ahead and... He loves it when I say it that way. He just loves it. Yeah, go ahead and mispronounce it again. <laughs> he loves when I call him Shinsei. Come on, Shinsei. <laughs> what is Shinsei? You got to fall like with the little guns. <laughs> It, it just doesn't have the same impact. What is Shinsei? Uh, they both have a wealth of experience and bring uh, bring to the table uh, just a ton for us. It's going to be awesome. Stop by and see uh, Tony's YouTube page. It's uh, youtube.com slash kineticimpulsor and see for yourself. Thank you, gentlemen, and welcome aboard. Uh, all teasing aside, I'm really glad to have you guys. Yeah. All of us at Priority One want to thank you for uh, bearing with us while we went about our business of uh, expansion, which is still ongoing, really, but uh, it's slowing down. It, 
power expansion a little bit. Uh, we had an explosion there for a bit. We know that hearing the same ads, uh, you know, for help, help, please, please, week in and week out can drag on a bit. So thanks for sticking with us. And uh, our hope is that uh, it'll pay off for you. You know, more frequent, higher quality and content available for our site. And uh, for instance, uh, last week we published uh, the Priority One episode 97, the Trek It Out episode number three, three separate blogs, including Sargon's KDF Q&A with the devs, uh, and our first official Behind the Lines book review with Declan Green. And of course, our weekly word from Sori. You know, Ceridium, uh, the guy's awesome. The spirit of Trek, read it up. The guy's just a great writer. So, and, and just more and more to come. You know, we have new segments coming. I know, um, uh, Ceridium has, has reached out and wants to do kind of like I do with the shipyard, but he wants to cover, uh, costumes in game. Cause, you know, a lot of people are really big into, uh, outfits and changing outfits and costumes in the game. So look forward to that in the future. We're going to have some, somebody starting that up. So there's lots, lots to come. So let's get to it. Let's set a course for this episode's link of the week, shall we? On screen. On screen. On screen. I don't know. It's the blank of the week. It seems every week we report on something that seems like it came straight out of Trek. Turns out Microsoft is working on a new technology that would take gaming to the next level. This quote-unquote environmental display will project a 3D 360 degree view of games across the entire space of a player's room. That means you will be able to look around your room to see a complete landscape of a video game completely surrounding you. The technology would ultimately be the current connect only on steroids, able to pinpoint your movement and location in a 3D environment. I, I mean, honestly here, can you imagine playing a game like Call of Duty in this? Like you're completely, your walls are the landscape of Call of Duty. That'd be freaking awesome. I think yeah. it'd be really great too because all these little like couch potato people who are completely out of shape when they actually had to move their body and run to get somewhere, you'd be able to tell who's really good at no, being a soldier no. and who's not really good at being a soldier. <laughs> there's there's an issue though with this technology because if it's overlaying something onto your current bedroom setup, I'm going to be like, wow, I'm going to get that. Oh, oh no, I just hit a bed. Oh, my knee banged into my chair. It'll be well, kind of awkward. Sure like I'll have a lot of bruises. probably be like designed for like a specialized room at first where it won't be open to yeah. the public. Like arcades will have like specialized rooms and stuff like that at first. And yeah. then it'll go into the, the private the front market. Wall. It might only do the front wall, but who knows? Or people will have to build their own and a hardcore gamers would move out all their furniture so no matter what this type of technology is the next step of interactive entertainment and i much prefer this than a six inch prong being stabbed into the base of my skull matrix matrix i'm okay with the prong i'm okay with the prong as long as it you know you know they put me out while they put it in first and then they wake me up with like meds so i don't feel the pain for a while <laughs> our next blank of the week is another indiegogo project that is sure to get your attention. How about having a unique hoodie in the style of the TNG uniform? Dubbed the Space Ace hoodie for obvious trademark and copyright infringement conflicts, this hoodie is fashionably similar to the jumpsuit-era TNG uniforms. For your pledge of $69, you score yourself an awesome addition to your Star Trek wardrobe! However, they have to reach their $10,000 goal, and they're about eight grand shy. So, Head on over to Indiegogo.com forward slash Space Ace and trek it out. Have something you think the Stoke community would enjoy knowing about? Submit your suggestions for a blank of the week to incoming at PriorityOnePodcast.com. Your submission could be the one we pick to highlight on next week's show. Why don't we check out what happened this week in Trek? And this week in Trek in 1954, Denise Okuda is born. 
Denise, such a lovely lady. I met her at the uh, Star Trek convention in Vegas this last summer. And her husband, Michael, also awesome guy. Got both of their autographs. Really, really cool people. We hope to get them on the show one day. In 1987, Next Generation uh, Encounter at Farpoint aired. And the series began this week. Wow. And in 1988, special effects model sequences are filmed for Star Trek V, The Worst Frontier. I mean, Final Frontier. Yeah. Not a winner, that one. In 1990, Star Trek Next Generation Best of Both Worlds Part 2 airs, and we finally all got to see what happened. Picard left us hanging through the whole summer, and it was, like, terrifying, and everyone wanted to know what was going to happen. It was just awesome. So that's when we got to find out. In 1991, Next Generation Darmok airs. I just had to mention, I know it's not a big thing, but I love that episode. So Speaking of Darmok, did you ever see the T-shirts of Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra with yes! Picard and Darmok? I like, want one! Oh my god, I, I want one so bad. I with I've them like, on the I, band? Yes, I want one so bad. On the Dude, what? There, it makes it look <laughs> Yeah. There's two versions of it too, but there's one I like better than the other. But oh my gosh, I want one of those so bad. It's 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 Picard and Darmok or whoever the I forget the name of the, the other captain. Yeah. But yeah. they're like one's them on a on a guitar and on a keyboard and it says Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra and it's like a band it's like a rock band t shirt. It looks really cool. Yeah, it's like they're on tour. It's so cool. James, Elijah, and Adrian at Trek Radio. <laughs> in 1991, filming was finished on Star Trek VI Undiscovered Country. The last scene is filmed with the Enterprise leaving Kittimer on its last voyage. And in 2001, Star Trek Enterprise premieres with Broken Bow and giving us our last uh, Star Trek TV series. So sad. But that wraps up this week in Trek. Not too much, not too little. Just enough information to remind you of the good old days. Why don't we head on over and see what's happening in Stow News. Computer status report. Status. Incoming message. I'm only in the mood for good news today. This last week, the literary team at Priority One delivered two great articles for your enjoyment. First up, Sori delves into the current status of manned space exploration and what direction things seem to be headed. Are we on the road to Gene Roddenberry's vision of the final frontier? Read on in the latest edition of Spirit of Trek, The Future of Humanity's Space Exploration. Then we have Behind the Lines, The Eternal Tide. Deck offers a double feature with a review of the most recent addition to the new Star Trek Voyager series, The Eternal Tide, followed by an exclusive interview with its hugely talented author, the charming and talented Miss Kirsten Bayer. Uh, be sure to head on over to PriorityOnePodcast.com to check out the latest blogs from our talented creative team. Alrighty, and on September 21st, The State of the Game came out, written by none other than Daniel Stahl himself, executive producer of Star Trek Online. In it, he covers uh, some of the hot topics that can be found on the community forums. For instance, the Foundry. He admits that, that the Foundry really needs a way of integrating user-generated content into the prime story arc of the game that uh, there's so much talent out there that it's a, a real shame that it doesn't. Uh, and I have to totally agree. I mean, we have writers such as Kirk Fat, such as uh, Duke of Rock, just to name a few, that write such amazing stories that take the tools and create content that impresses even Cryptic Studios themselves. So what uh, what better way than to thank them than by integrating it into the uh, the prime story arc of Star Trek Online? So hopefully they can you know get through whatever red tape is needed with Paramount because I'm sure that there is and get these stories in there. The next hot topic is PvP, which is ultimately a broked. 
There's no way around it. It is. It's broken. And we've discussed this and touched on this before. And I am a fan of the fact that Destal says this, and it, we're, you know, we're not going to put something out there unless it's uh, 100%. So that's cool, and that's great. So uh, you know, I hope that they get this fixed soon. He does go off to uh, discuss and touch on the whole idea of a Romulan faction. Quite honestly, if they can't work out the kinks with the Klingons... The kinks with the Klinks? Oh no, it's so racist. It is racist, James. Um, I would rather have reputation with the Romulans than I would uh, them trying to push out a new faction. Because they haven't done very well with the Klingons, and admittedly so. I would rather wait for Romulans until the Klingons are first fleshed out first. Let's see what happens to Klingons first before we even think about Romulans. I don't know. It all depends on who on the team has time for what. Because, you know, I don't know. I don't know what their priority list is based on the necessity of the game. And I know that they still have to also consider what players want versus what the system is presently built for and what they have time for. Well, this is where I'm hoping that the, the reputation system is going to satisfy a little bit of that urge to be to play for the Romulans, you know. But this is going to require them to actually create unique missions or modify current missions where you run a mission that is for the Romulans and you get Romulan reputation. That's where I'm hoping that this reputation system that Dan Stahl talks about is going to satiate that urge for now until this MMO, a year or two from now, has the power to incorporate a whole new faction. Well, I think anything you could bring in on the Romulan side will at least assist in satisfying some of the roleplay community. But, you know, there's so many other things that need to happen. So, yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you. But like I said, like there could be reasons why they have one thing coming in over another that doesn't have anything to do with player requests, but has to do with um, system priorities. Dan Saul also continues to talk about the next six months. Now, of course, you can read the full state of the game address at uh, StarTrekOnline.com. Uh, and of the two points for the next six, six months, what I what caught my attention was the new personal advancement system with reputation-based personal projects. The other part was the several new 5- to 20-man fleet events, some of which are cross-faction team-able. Uh, that's interesting. So some fleet events that we'll be able to uh, join in with our KDF brothers. I wonder what we'll be fighting against. Probably, I guess, Tholians, maybe? Maybe Borg? Who knows? All right, what do we have up? Oh, wait, I think we have a special guest coming in <laughs> to discuss, to, to bring in some special news from Star Trek Online. Ah, let's face it, war is business. What Ferengi in the right lobes would pass up the opportunity to make a little profit? We'll keep this between you and me. But it seems the Tholians have been playing the Federation all along. That's right. A very reputable source tells me the Tholians have been skipping around space-time and stealing some very lucrative technology from across all of time. My cousin's sister's boyfriend tells me a few pirates have even gotten their hands on some of this technology. What type of technology, you ask? Well, let's see. We've got the Wells Temporal Science Vessel with a Tipler Cylinder's Universal Console Module that can actually rewind time. The Mirror Universe Mobius Temporal Destroyer is certainly built for more than combat. This baby is equipped with the Mannheim Device Console, which can create quantum duplicates of yourself, one from your past, and one from your future. Yeah, Commander, hello? Can you hear me? Yes, yes, I was just informing you of what our operatives have learned about the Tholians. It seems they've procured certain technology from other space-time instances. We have learned of the following technologies. A Karoth temporal science vessel 
with a tipless cylinder that can actually rewind time. Yes, yes, sir, you heard correct. They can send a vessel approximately 13 seconds in the past. We also have a Kren Temporal Destroyer from the Mirror Universe, equipped with a Mannheim device. Sir, we have been informed that when a ship is equipped with both consoles, it has the chance of triggering a temporal backstep that will cause all nearby foes to freeze in time until the sequence has ended. Yes, Sub Commander, that's correct. There are many other shuttles and ships that we have been caught being sold on the Ferengi black market. Shuttlecrafts from both the Federation and the Klingon factions, as well as other ships from the Mir universe. Each one has a specific configuration and enhancements over our present counterparts. All the information to all of these vessels will be included in my after-action report. It can be found at PriorityOnePodcast.com or on StarTrekOnline.com. Captains, we also want to point out that Brandon has put together a nifty FAQ that you might want to check out. It's located on the forums, but links, of course, will be in the show notes. It offers a really nice rundown of all the rewards you can expect to receive in these boxes. So we encourage you to check them out. Well, you can't forget the Foundry! This week's spotlight admission is Checks and Balances by, my god, it's full of stars! Faction is Federation, level requirement is any. Mission summary, in the shadow of the Borg invasion of Defera, you are called on to protect the Preserver Archive at Planace. When you arrive, however, you will find a mystery that will take you beyond explored space and a threat that no one expected. And lastly, but certainly not least, congrats are in order to Kirk Fat for his Foundry Mission Relics. Be sure to log in and play the mission for yourself. Experience what everyone is talking about. So check them out. Checks and Balances by My God, It's Full of Stars and Relics by Kirk Fat. That wraps up this week's So News. Message coming in, sir. Hailing frequencies. Open. See, we are getting to know each other. Let's open up hailing frequencies and see what's incoming. Well, we got some good feedback from episode 97. The first comes from the Stowe Forum from Azurian Star, who says interesting news of the Romulan embassy with the new twists. Really hope it's not as much as a grind as the STF and fleet system currently are. Grind is fine if there's a pot at the end of the rainbow, but too much can just wear out people. Anyhow, guys, great interview. Keep up the good work. Kato13 says, excellent show, guys. Thanks for the shout out, James. You're welcome. But in generally, yeah, Star was cryptic about his answers. Yeah, I mean, they can't just... They don't want to guarantee anything and then not be able to deliver, so I kind of understand that one. I don't think that it is because he doesn't know or if he's just trying to avoid contradicting himself later. Yeah, and like I said, they don't want to promise a date or something and then not be able to deliver due to unforeseen circumstances, so they always are a little bit uh, cryptic about their answers because in a perfect world, we would all know. You know, I, I, the, there was a time when Dan Stahl was, you know, wore his development skills on his sleeve. And now it's, yes, he is a little more cryptic <laughs> about uh, what he says. And he explained this to us when he first came back, was that his team said to him, listen, Dan, um, when we say so much about the game and then we don't get the opportunity to deliver, it really hurts us. It really affects us because we feel like we've disappointed the fans. So I would rather him be a little more cryptic with his answers and not give us over-promise us or say things that are coming so that there's a little bit of surprise from us and there's there's a, a better work environment for them to work with. I mean, they've already doubled their team. 
So, hey, I'm happy with that. Mm, yeah. Yeah. This incoming message comes from Zero Bang. Love the NASA real warp drive story. I hope all the techno babble turns out to be true. If not, it at least makes me happy that there are people working on this kind of thing in real life. Yes. Yes, yes. I have to say that wasn't a very interesting read. I do have to say that was an interesting read. Robert Craven says, I'm in agreement with the others who've stated that while this is a well-crafted interview, the answers on the part of Mr. Stahl were mostly more of the same vague and nonspecific replies to the extent that I found myself questioning whether or not I'd heard this very same interview in the past. I don't fault Priority One for this. However, they can only work with what they're given. You know, it's kind of kind of true. I mean, you know, because there are some things that did come from previous interviews that are still in development now. And it's, you know, Dan Stahl's job to let us know that, yes, they're still working on it. They haven't forgotten. And kind of sucks if we can't get another update beyond that. But, you know, again, that's also not Dan's fault either. Kind of like it's not our fault if we can't get information out of the devs without torture. So. <laughs> Roach! <laughs> I love you, Roach. <laughs> yes. I snuggled with your I have to disagree. This time, the interview sounded more upbeat to the fact that, having made progress in the endgame, the sites of the devs are now focused on the factions, and the KDF has a good chance of seeing growth in Season 8 and the above that starts the process of completion and level starting point. Granted, it is all a grain of salt-oriented, so... We must all still wait and hope that nothing suddenly causes it to be further pushed back. Absolutely. Great approach. Look for the positive. Silver lining. That's why I love Roach! (laughs) He's real. He keeps it real. Chalpin writes, good interview. Like all the KDF info recently. Yeah. Yeah, we've been getting a lot of great stuff because, like, we got two guys who totally know about KDF stuff. All right, Paragon92518 says, I think the guys at Priority One do a kick-ass job. Heck, they actually asked my question. I was astounded and very, very happy. Since Brandflakes closed the other thread, I wanted to post my sincere thank you to the guys at Priority One for asking my question about the ambassador class. You guys are the best. All right, we got next. We got stuff from Twitter. From Robzik214, I think who is also in chat with us. Yes. Says, just found your cast number 97. Was great. Love the show and sight. I'm a new still player started this week. Love the game. Gonna sub. Cool. Well, very nice. I'm glad that uh, new players are still coming into the game, uh, and we look forward to seeing you in game. New followers this week. We've got at the Great Link. We have at the Truth Dragon. At the Star Trek Watch. At JT Kirk eighty six. At Sean D Gardner. At Rob Zig two one four. At Team Paula. At Badger Boogie. Badger Boogie. That's cool. At James Yerberry. At Son of Wharf. Got an incoming email from Sean Newboy. Welcome, Lennon. Nice to meet you. Yay, Dan Stahl. Always great to hear from him and can't wait for the new expansions coming. Yay, Brain Flakes. Give the podcasters their own forum. Yay, Elliot, Martin. Elijah, and James. I still adore you, but Adrienne has such a deft hand with sound mixers. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. That's why my nickname is Deft Punk. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's good to be back, though. Thank you. Well, thank everybody for your feedback. We always love to hear from you. If you have some feedback, send it to incoming at PriorityOnePodcast.com. And that wraps up, speaking of wraps. Well, that wraps up Episode 98, broadcasting live from TrekRadio.net. 
Remember that we are on air every Thursday night at 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 Pacific. We've been getting some amazing feedback, and we played much better to a live audience. You'll have fun. Keep an eye open for Alex Calderwood's Priority One comics on our brand new website, www.priorityonepodcast.com and Facebook, while you eagerly await his new adventures. Be sure to catch up on the comics via our website. We are looking for your suggestions and ideas for Blank of the Week and Field Notes. Yes, that's right. We do have a segment called Field Notes that we have not touched upon in quite some time. Field Notes was, by design, a segment for you to submit your player tips, tricks, hints, bug reports, etc., etc. So, if you've got any of those, please send them in to incoming at PriorityOnePodcast.com. We're also accepting general show improvements and additions suggestions. Again, that email is incoming at PriorityOnePodcast.com, or you can reach us on Facebook or Twitter. We're on Facebook. Head on over to www.facebook.com slash Priority One Podcast, or you can check us out on Twitter at Still Priority One. To have your founder mission featured on the show, send in the name of your mission, a brief description, and your at handle to incoming at PriorityOnePodcast.com. We have shifted our foundry reviews to a video format. Now that we have an amazing team like Kinetic Impulsor and Shinsei, we will be playing through your missions with the author. Think of it like a DVD commentary on a movie. We'll then post these videos up on YouTube on our very own youtube.com forward slash stow priority one. Our first video playthrough is up right now, so head on over and check it out. Don't forget to subscribe! Donate, donate, donate. We need your help to keep Priority One running on full impulse power. Head on over to PriorityOnePodcast.com and click donate. Or if you're an Amazon shopper, take a look at our Amazon affiliate store on the sidebar of the website and support the show while you shop. We would like to thank our executive producer, Elliot Tan. Awesome guy. Our production assistant and art director, Alex Calderwood. Freaking A, badass. And our audio engineer and host, Adrian Grady. Awkward. And the composer of our new theme music, Chris Watts. Freaking awesome. Thanks to our sponsors, Sayulita.com and Geek Nation Tours, our syndication partners, Subspace Radio, Trek Radio, and the Trek Radio Live crew. And of course, the Stowe community. Without you, none of this would be possible. Truth. A very special thanks to David of Trek Radio for being our live engineer this episode and for the last few episodes. Thanks again, David. Kapla. God help Kapla. The honor. The honor is to serve. Uh, the honor is to work with you, man. You are so awesome. Thank you. Well, I think it's that time. It, it is, is that time. Red alert. Shields up. Ready weapons. Engage. Engage. We are back. <laughs> oh, that was a nice oh, little uh, I made you laugh. Oh, the things that happen when we are off the air.
So, all right. So, Stow News in three, two, one. This, uh, oh, this last week, what an odd start. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder what we'll be fighting against. Probably, I guess, Tholians, maybe, maybe Borg. Who knows? Your mom, (laughs) probably. What type of technology, you ask? Well, let's see. We've got Wells Temporal Science Vessel with a Tipler Cylinder. (laughs) Darsluga is having fun. Let's open up Haley's. Let's open up. Let's open up hailing frequencies. Let's open up hailing frequencies and see what's incoming. Ooh, it looks dirty. <laughs> You're fired. Who's reading the next? Go one? ahead, James. Go ahead. You want me to? Okay. Yeah. I want you to. Of course, I want you to. I, I want you I to want you too. To. We both want you to. We it's both it's want so you, warm James. and snuggly. James, we want you to read the next one, James. We James, really want to hear please, you read it, James. Candy Candy Mountain, James. <laughs> These are the two voices I hear in my head. Candy Mountain. Why I'm slowly James. losing my mind. Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> Gonna take your spleen, Charlie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I missed Give you guys a, so much. Read the feedback, James. Yeah. Yeah, James. 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 Yeah